0: How you doing? This is Carlos Patterson from Carlos Patterson Coaching. If you're looking to make an improvement by making a difference, then you definitely have to check out Mad Caster's podcast by Brian St. Louis. Don't be the only one not doing it. Check it out.
1: You have just tuned into the difference makers of a new generation. If you want to learn how to make a difference in your life, If you want the skills in order for you to impact your communities, Madcasters is your podcast. I invite you to get ready because this is the launch pad for you to go mad. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Brian St. Louis BSL, and we're here with another episode of Madcasters where we learn how to make a difference. I believe that the only way to effectively impact our world is to first progressively change the way that we see ourselves. That mindset transformation will launch us to enhance our holistic lifestyle and subsequently impact the world. So here you will get the necessary tips, stories, and inspiration to learn how to make a difference in your life and in turn impact the world. Be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast. We're basically everywhere from Apple, iTunes, Google, And if you would like to support this channel even more, you can become a Patreon supporter. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Madcasters. And you can choose whichever tier you would like to help support this channel even more. The more supporters we get in this realm equates to more episodes launched every week. And so if you see value in what we're doing in Madcasters, become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to all those who are currently supporting and to those who will be supporters with us today we have the great pleasure to have carlos patterson and wow when i talk about an individual who's full of accomplishments and accolades i mean carlos patterson is that guy and of course he's from new york you know gotta represent out here so awesome oh man seven time marathon runner eight time obstacle course runner and eight time triathlete i mean it's not just about the fact that he did it, but it's the mental fortitude it's the mindset behind how he did it. And I'm just so glad to have a man like Carlos on our podcast, being able to teach us a little bit more about how to build that mental growth. So, Carlos, thank you so much for being on our show today. will not you tell us a little bit more about yourself and who you are and what makes you the person you are today?
0: Okay, How you guys are doing? And uh, thank you for receiving me. Uh, Thank you for making the time to hear me. Um, Many blessings and many thanks. I I basically, I started off as a swimmer. Mm. So um, to to have a a young black man that is a swimmer, I remember very, very, very young standing up on those starting blocks and looking to the left and the right.
2: Mm. And
0: I was the only person of color, much less black person, up on those blocks. Mm. Um, and instead of that discouraging me, that encouraged me to uh, to do what I need to do. But I, like I would say from the very, very start, uh, growing up in a household uh, with seven sisters, I say yes, yeah, seven. Wow, the Number after six. <laughs> single mom,
2: Bird. and
0: uh, myself being the oldest. Um, I always knew I had to work for whatever I wanted and and it was no exception to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, even for me to be on the swim team, uh, my mom couldn't afford it. So I had to work hard to get a scholarship to be on the team. Uh, my mom is an educator mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she, she did her, her very best, even more, more than so. But i always know, I always grew up knowing that whatever I wanted, I had to work hard for. She right. instilled that in us. And uh, so the value of hard work uh, came hand in hand. Mm. Um, rather, it was doing schoolwork, then her work, then chores, mm-hmm. um, then helping my siblings. I mean, it was always that case. So um, whatever I wanted, I knew I had to work hard for. And uh, there was no, no doubt for that. So, um, In respect to me competing, I've always Mm -hmm. competed, uh, I took a hiatus to then um, build business. Um, I had my beautiful children, which I took time um, to focus on being a father, which Mm -hmm. was very, very important to me, especially in their very early years. But I did see that they were looking at my old uh, trophies and medals Mm. and uh, it didn't kind of encompass everything that I was telling them they could be when they were looking at something so far away
2: um, to them.
0: So um, I mean, I always had the itch to compete and I felt like something was missing, but, you know, I kind of buried it to start the business and focus on fatherhood. And, you know, it was like something I could not, um, I couldn't, I couldn't ignore anymore. Mm. And, um, it just came at a perfect, everything just laid itself out when I made the, the, uh, decision to start back competing. Um, cause I always just changed in my, mo- you know, moderation just for maintenance. Absolutely. Uh, when I started saying, okay, I'm going to start training for something. Not quite sure what, but <laughs> uh, everything just started moving in that direction. And how long and, ago uh, was that, that you started um,
1: getting back into the
0: competing This market? was three years ago.
1: Okay, three years Yeah, ago. this
0: was three years ago. So uh, the accomplishments that you see in my bio, uh, mm-hmm. those numbers were all accomplished within uh, three years. Wow. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this was... Yeah. These all... Wait, so let me see here the the eight triathlons the eight marathon uh, seven marathons and the eight obstacle courses those were done in three years well
0: the triat with the exception of the triathlons the triathlons i did before my hiatus
1: okay still wow.
0: yeah so the marathons and the obstacle course races were all within uh the three-year span wow yeah. Let, let, okay. So let me ask, where did you go
1: for, for the, for the triathlons? What, what places, what, 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 um, areas, what countries have you been to?
0: Okay. So for the triathlons, uh, most of all those were in the United States.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so I've done, uh, the Mighty Montauk that was out in Long Island, the tip of Long Island, uh, the Timber Lake in North Carolina. I did that twice, the New York marathon and New Jersey marathon. Um, sorry, the New York triathlon, New Jersey triathlon.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And I did New Jersey twice. I did the Marimong talk twice. And uh, the Timber Lake, I did that twice as well. Okay. So I haven't traveled extensively with the triathlons, Mm -hmm. Um, but with the uh, marathons Mm -hmm. and uh, the ultra marathon, ultra marathon trail race that I did last year in Austria. I I have traveled extensively. Yeah. Man, I went to
1: Austria. Uh Where else? I think you mentioned you went to.
0: Uh, I did Berlin marathon and, uh, I've done Chicago. I've did New York a couple of times, um, as well as London, uh, which was a uh, which was a fun fun marathon. I was mm. scheduled to do Tokyo last year, and then it was postponed due to oh, Corona. Corona. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, that so nice. <laughs> yeah, last year you know the the competition world we got tackled, yeah. but uh, I couldn't do. Uh, I had Tokyo scheduled. I had Berlin. I had. Um, I had uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a really, really big race. You, you normally in the marathon world, you work your butt off to, to make a time to time qualify to get into Boston. Mm. Um, some people take many, many years just to just to get into Boston. So uh, that one, and uh, I was going to do the Infinite Trails World Championship race again in Austria. Mm. Um, that was a ultra sixty k
1: that's amazing man i it, i mean yeah. the the features that you've done the accolades that you've that you've been able to accomplish even when someone says they've done one or two marathons it, it's it's seen as something that's amazing but you've done so many different types uh but but what what impresses me the most is not only the fact that you've been able to do it but i think there is a mental fortitude that's that's needed in order for you to do these kinds of um these kinds of races to 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 put yourself in that type of in that type of, uh, world. Can you, can you walk us through the, the mindset, the inspirations, the, the disciplines that you needed in order for you to accomplish these, these amazing feats?
0: Absolutely. Um, the mindset first, and, and I guess most simply is just a winning mindset, mm. a winning mindset to where at the simplest forms, you're going to win your day. Mm-hmm. So winning your day, I always say, uh, Have your first first win of the day. You're going to get up with a routine. You're getting up with the routine of meditation. You're getting up. I heard you speak on the two glasses of water and the workout and so on and so forth. So (laughs) those rituals are echoed Mm -hmm. through a winning day. Um, At its most basic form, make your bed Mm -hmm. so that no matter what else goes on that day, you're coming home to a made bed with just a certified win. Okay, and that cannot be taken away from you. So, the winning mindset uh, is one. Um, I always say that um, whenever I do a race, I already know that I'm going to finish. I train so that my body can catch up with my mind. So, my mind is already fortified to know I'm going to finish. That's deep but i want to finish without the pain without you know not being able to walk uh, just you know get back to life so that's why the body trains but mm-hmm. the mind has to already uh know um what it is going to do you know um, i'm a huge huge chess player and you know my coach would always tell me that uh don't play a game you don't you know you're not going to win mm-hmm. so going into a game you already know I'm here to win, mm-hmm. you know, just like the fighter of a ring. I saw you uh, checking out Israel, my boy Israel. <laughs> yeah, that's my man. Favorite,
1: that's my favorite fighter, I, I man. I hope he doesn't ever watch that and things that like I was coming at him.
0: Man. <laughs> nah, he knows better, man. He sounds like a solid dude, is, but this is. guy is phenomenal, man. Absolutely. I've been watching his career. He's phenomenal, but uh, with that same mindset, he doesn't get in the ring um, to lose—that's right—and That's uh, but it starts with your training. I always say, um, um, "Train hard and race easy." Mm. So my training is so much harder than my race mm. um, that the race is basically just a byproduct of your training. So um, just do that with—I mean, I do it with everything I do, whether it's uh, new business, you know, new clients, new workout, whatever the case may be um, attack it, train hard so that you, you know, when that opportunity presents itself, you are prepared.
1: Let me, let me ask you though. Um, I feel like you, you talked about this, this way in which you've been able to do so much in that realm, but, but you've also let that go. You let it go in a sense of the fact that you took that 12 year hiatus. Um, what, what gave you that, that desire Um, and I know you talked about your family, but so many people would say, Hey, you know what? I want to do this while still, uh, you know, having a, having a family or maybe trying to build a business. What gave you that, that realization that you need to take time off in order for you to focus in on those important, um, these important,
0: um, people or businesses in your Mm -hmm. life? Well, uh, growing up in a single parent household without a father um, okay. is uh, is very very different. And my mom did the very best she could. She did very very uh, very good. But as you're growing from a young man to a uh, a full fledged black man, you understand mm. there are things that you know a woman could not have taught you. Hmm. And even though she tried her very best, um, there are things that you know, I, I had to learn on my own
2: That's
0: true. and uh, some of those took me into, you know, into the streets, which became my father. Mm. And uh, so even though I, I did what I was supposed to do academically, almost like living a double life. Um, I also was in gangs and I also, you know, did other things that, um, that, you know put me in a, a, a questionable position Mm. uh, many times, uh, you know, my future. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, it's not once while I was going through all this that I did not ever think I wasn't going to college. Mm. So it was, it was a given that uh, of course I'm going to college. This is, uh, you know, just for the time being or whatever the case may be. But I, I say this, Because um, when I became a father, I just knew I wanted to put all my energy to be the very best father I could be. That's how important it was to me. Um, I didn't want to miss a beat. I didn't want to miss a a tooth being grown. So in the process of, you know, me having degrees and so on and so forth, I saw that uh, just working a job, I was just missing uh, growth, you know, uh, with my son at the time, it was just him. And, um, it's just something, you know, with my prayers every night and, and asking God, you know, for me to be the very best father that I could be and, uh, to keep my mind open to receive, you know, whatever he has for me. Um, it kind of led me to business. Business was, what came to mind? I had no idea how to do business. I didn't go to school for business. Uh, my degrees are in biology and mathematics. Um, so I, all I knew was I had a grandfather that's always had business, and I didn't get to you know be too much under his tutelage of learning from him. So I didn't know much about business, but I knew that uh, it equaled freedom. Mm. And freedom was what I wanted for the sake of spending more time with my son and spending as much time as I can with my son. Mm -hmm. So um, through homeschooling my son, um, while his mom went um, back to work, um, I started homeschooling him and building my business when he took his naps, uh, when she got home from work. And that's how it started. So um, I actually end up, I got laid off, which I could have started working like the following week. I started sending resumes, but for some reason, I don't know, it was like a block. Mm. And and I say it was uh, God's way of uh, pushing me into the uncomfortable space that he know I should have been in. And, uh, you know, as a new father with the family, it's scary. To You know, you you think job security, you know, that's what I was taught growing up because, you know, that's what my mother knew. And um, so I was running back towards that job security and those blocks were coming up to where I wasn't getting calls right away for, you know, with my resume and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But I was still spending that time looking for an opportunity to learn about business or explore this new rim. And um, I always say with relentless pushing, the universe starts to bend in your direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be with a non-negotiable pursuit. Mm-hmm. I mean completely non-negotiable to where I have to make this work. There's no I you know, there's no you trying.
1: You got to cut that umbilical cord, basically, or cut
0: those' That's it man.
1: That, that don't that allow you to go back. To that's right what needs w- what feels comfortable i love that's right that's real that's you just real. gotta
0: jump you gotta jump man
2: mm.
1: how did that how did that yeah tell us a little bit about how that made you feel to break through that comfort zone and, and what did you learn from about yourself even more so throughout that experience
0: uh you're gonna get bloodied up you're gonna mm. you know it's nothing it's nothing cute about it there's there's peanut butter and jelly sandwiches while everybody eat well, you know. So while I was, while the people that were working with me were receiving salaries, yeah, um, I wasn't eating some days, you know. I was, I was, you know. They they were making more than I was making, <laughs> um, was for a good yeah for a good time. That's the realness. The realness was, uh, you know. I was doing everything for my son and I was barely surviving myself. Wow. So it got to a point to where my pride, uh, which my mom told me one day, your pride is going to leave you homeless. Mm. But but my pride would not allow any me to share with anyone all the struggles I was going through. Mm. Um, and that resulted into... I kept the picture going. So my son was well taken care of. He was getting taken care of the business. Employees were okay, but now you got me. I'm homeless running a business. Wow. Yeah. So um, it's just a relentless pursuit. You know, um, like I said, when it's a non-negotiable, it's only then do you, you transcend into a place where, um, you know, failure is an option. Mm-hmm. So, uh, failure was not an option. I only, I only won, or I learned. That was it. Mm. And uh, you know, when you get to that place, you just everyone has wins in their life. Yeah, I believe everyone has wins. So, you know, we're all we've all at some point in our life, no matter how small it is, we have experienced a win. So the 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 gift is tapping back into that and growing that. So that that is where you make your home. That's where you make your start. That's real. Accessing those little parts and building on that. Hmm. So you know we always look for some some big revelation. Uh, you know sometimes I, you know I hear people say you know I'm waiting for God to give me a sign. You know mm. to move. Mm. <laughs> well, well you gonna be waiting all day because he ain't already Mercy. gave you some signs. Yeah, no, yes, no. Yeah. He 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 already imprinted that you are a gift, wow. and therefore he gave you the present. Mm. You know, as mm. a reminder. So, <laughs> so I, I don't like understand that. what else you need. <laughs> no, you what else what? you need to get started?
1: So many, I I've, I hear that a lot, man, you know, and mm-hmm. so many people are still looking for that Gideon type sign, you know, throw yeah. the fleece on the, on the, yeah, brother. And, and then let me see, let me see it stay dry or let me see it stay wet. Yeah. Why, why are we waiting for that? How, yeah. And, 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 and sometimes, like, like you said, there's, there's ways in which God has already shown us clearly directions in which we want to go, but instead we're looking for these. Uh, we, we we choose to neglect those signs and, and more so, I think, because we're just afraid to move
0: forward. That's exactly what it is. It's coming from a place of fear. Mm. and And to me, fear is an acronym of false evidence appearing real. Merci. And, you know, once we once we realize that everything we want and the person we want to be is always on the other side of fear. Mm. So we should be running towards fear. And, and I learned this from my grandfather very early. You know, he always told me, if you scared of something, a fear it, run towards it head on, mm. like battle it right away. So when I was young, I had a fear of heights. Now I skydive, now I cliff dive. Um, I had a fear of snakes. I had many snakes. I, you know, I love snakes. <laughs> I had a bunch of pets, a bunch of pet snakes over the years. <laughs> And, and, and became a, 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 a harder co-enthusiast. Um, so you're telling me I need to
1: get a pet Spider-Man? That's, that's it, man.
0: <laughs> that's right. Get you a tarantula, brother. <laughs> oh see. <laughs> but, but you know what? When you do that, it, 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 it starts to do something in every area of your life at a very basic cellular la- level to where now, like, I don't play the lotto because at, any moment i don't ever want to have in any part of me that i'm i'm receiving something i didn't work for Mm. so that's how all these things started to play out um it's just the balance if i if i work hard i play hard Mm -hmm. so if i'm busting my butt i'm gonna have a good time yeah you know and but i'm not gonna overdo it to the point to where i'm trying to pick up the pieces so i'm not gonna Completely abuse my body, and you know, so on and so forth. So, yes, I have a drink, but you know, to get to the point to where I'm repairing all that I spent so much time putting together, to me, is a self-defeatist mindset. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, I just try to try to make sure I remain in balance, but understand that hard work, and not just hard work, but smart work, um, because I've seen a lot of people work really hard but mm-hmm. their ladder is against the wrong wall, That's what, yeah, you know. And when you get ooh. to the top of that ladder, you find out you did all this work. Ooh. And I have a lot of clients that are relationship clients, and you especially see this with women, where they will put so much work into someone. Mm-hmm. And now everybody else, which are probably the good ones, have to deal with that jaded individual but it you know they haven't taken responsibility to know that you put your work into the wrong person, right. so therefore this this next person shouldn't have to pay because actually this next person is most likely your blessing, mm. you know so yeah it's uh it's very, very interesting, but a lot of it to me comes down to uh attacking fear mm-hmm. and if you can't attack it, harness it mm. so when I say harness fear. Harness the fear of regret. A lot of things I'm able to do is because of the fear of regret. That is stronger than my fear of, of doing it. So I always say things like, uh, if I go into a meeting and I know these people, I would go into real estate meetings when I first started. All these people got 30, 40 years of experience investing more yeah. than me. Um, these guys are millionaires already. They're just maintaining what they have. And uh, I'm coming, you know, all I had was a shirt on my back. That's right. Uh, you know, some knowledge, no money. you know, I had a lot of sweat equity. I was ready to work. Mm-hmm. But it's very intimidating uh, when you walk into these rooms and um, especially when you're the only black person in this room mm. on top of all of that and and you know you have to show that you are a value immediately. Right. And starting to understand, you know, more important than the answers of the questions. So I sat many of times beside millionaires, but they are of no use if you don't have the right questions. Hmm. So they're just another person sitting right beside you. So I learned that early on. Yeah, I learned that very early. And uh, it's been very helpful just taking all these life lessons and uh, putting them into every area of your life. How how
1: long did it take for you to get to that place? You know where you were. You went from that that place of, of quote unquote homelessness, um, where mm. your son was 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 eating, but you weren't eating. Where your business was was growing. You had employees, but you weren't really um, personally having that uh, sense of. Do we call that sense of success? Because you were still being successful, though everything mm. else around you was like everything else around you was growing, but like for yourself, things were still very difficult. You you're conquering things in your mind. You're growing, uh, as a person, you're, you're conquering mm-hmm. fears. Uh, but yes. when did you start seeing the, the effect of, of your success or the, the, the fruit of your success and the hard work that you've done in a smart way? Okay.
0: So I guess, uh, we start with, Noting that we all have our own definition of success,
2: yeah,
0: uh, that's true. something that we all define. At, but what I think you know, why you say fruits, you're probably referring to the financial fruits yeah, of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> because uh, before that, I, I received a lot of fruit with, you know, uh, eradication of my ego mm. and uh, those different things that were holding me down as a person. Mm-hmm. um so i had really good things that made me a, a great leader mm-hmm. um but i also had some aspects of that that you know did not make me my best self mm. um so those fruits to me were much more once you 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 get those in place mm-hmm. the financial again is a byproduct of all of that i agree yeah so it took time uh i mean years you know it, it you start off to where you're losing. You're constantly losing. Uh, I was looking for opportunity after opportunity. I had the thing to where I'll start this, and it wasn't making money fast enough, so I'll start something else, and then I'm still trying to keep that going because you get caught in that. Every 30 day, I got to pay bills. Yeah, yeah, so it's it is the hardest and a very close to impossible way to build a business. Mm. Um, and I, I've since then always shared that one of the best ways to build a business is from your nine to five Mm -hmm. because your nine to five pay your bills and six to nine, you get rich. So at least you can build your business untainted, you know? So, um, I would say it took me to, uh, to get to a place to where I'm financially recouping, um, the fruits of my labor. I'll say honestly, eight to 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Eight to 10 years of constant, constant, constant work before I started to really see things pouring in um, the way they should. And like I said, it probably would have been shorter than that. But coming from a place of not knowing any business, yeah, coming from a place to where I was uh, always a top student in class, um, you got to get out of all those things gets in the way. hmm when we understand that 70% of millionaires are C students. So Mercy. if you, yeah, if you are a student, then you are kind of getting in your way sometimes because before you could completely work with a mentor first, you know, you, you always say you can figure it out yourself. So you're wasting mm. time. You know, you start to see, you don't understand the value of a mentor. Mm. So why am I paying this person, this amount of money, you don't see the, what you're going to recoup from that investment. So I, I didn't know that the most valuable investment was in myself. Mm. And I just thought, you know, okay, if I invest in this conversation that, then that will give me this, that will give me that. But where, when I started investing in me, that's when I started getting my best returns. And what
1: what are some of those practical steps of investing in you that you do right now?
0: Oh, man. Uh, meditation. A lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read more than I've ever did uh, when I was in school. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The, the amount of reading now is like I, I just enjoy reading mm-hmm. now to the point where I have so many books. They just call me. You know, they right there yeah. in my library. I'm trying to herb and finish. Right, right. But, you know, I, but the, in the flip side, I don't read anymore. I study. So I've mm-hmm. never read in the past couple of years without a pen and pad beside me. I
1: like
0: that. Uh, so the reading process takes me a little bit longer than just finishing a book. Mm-hmm. So that goes with my ego again. I didn't need to just finish the book, um, I do it as a study. Mm. Uh, it's more. I need to uh, apply. So I'm a firm advocate that knowledge doesn't matter. Only applied ma- knowledge matters. Only what you can apply to your life. So uh, yeah, definitely meditation, reading, um, staying active. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not moving, you're losing. It's just on a biological standpoint, we are made to move. Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to move and uh, keep challenging yourself every day. With something, mm. you know, if, if you're trying to drink a gallon of water a day, or your eight glasses. Challenge yourself every day at any level in your life. Constantly challenge yourself. It's going to be fantastic for your mental. Uh, it's going to reprogram your subconscious mm-hmm. um, to be much more limber, um, and and keep it much more interesting. It's just and it keeps you fuller. And it pulls you out of the the box of the regularity of uh, just being, you know, in this program, in this matrix of what we know or what we thought we know, and allows you to receive on a spiritual level, on a on a psychological, on a physical, on a mental level. It just it gets you much more open, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a beautiful thing
1: you, you mentioned the fact that, uh, you love to help people as well. And, um, and it's something that I find very admirable. Um, let me, let me, let me just talk a little bit about you just for a second, man. Uh, to what I'm hearing right now, I mean, you've Mm -hmm. done so much, you you've taken the role of a father so seriously, because I'll just be honest, man, there are times where There are so many people in this world who will still love their hobbies more than they and and, and put more time into their hobbies or or their jobs or whatever the case may be more than they do their children. The mere fact that you were able to to take to see the the difference, the importance behind um, raising your child yourself, you know, being there intertwined in his life, uh, and, and, Mm -hmm. and constantly feeding him, uh, not just physically, but mentally, spiritually, you know, emotionally, I think that that's so admirable, uh, for, 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 for a man, for a black man in our communities, you know, to, to see that it's so important. It's so key. And so, you know, you talk about the fact that, uh, you've done, you've done these, these great features, you've gone through difficulty, you've gone through these challenges. To now uh, see fruits of success financially, but also having been seeing fruits of success through through uh, your own personal growth uh, beforehand, um, and so now we're getting to this place. Remember, because w- once again, Madcaster is all about how people are growing um, in within to be the change in order to see the change. And so yes. th- the fact that I, that you're now taking this this next step in life where you're going through and you're going and you're trying to change lives. Um, I, I want to hear a little bit more about that. I want, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've dug in a little bit to see what you've done. I love the yes. fact that you help with some youth development because I'm all about building the youth. So I want to hear just Absolutely. a little bit more about what, what you do on, on that grander scale.
0: Okay. Um, a couple of things I do because, uh, I believe truly that I'm a reflective light mm. and, uh, it is, it's my job to, uh, just be the beacon You know, it's it's not about me. Um, It's about the light that shines through me um, because I had many, many of dark days and many of dark times. So I'm here to celebrate the light. Mm. And I normally my energy um, is best felt when I'm around individuals that match that energy. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that. Um, But also remember that, you know, a candle loses nothing from lighting another. Mm. So um I was that troubled child that parents told their kids to stay away from. Mm. So I now remember I mentor those troubled children um especially troubled young men of color mm. um that have possibly went through the system, um that have received certain labels and I remind them that um you you are not what they call you but what they but what you decide to answer to. Mm. So And I show them that there's certain skills that they learned on the street are actually transferable in the real world, you know? And, uh, you know, when they call a a stockbroker a hustler
2: Hmm.
0: (laughs) and you Hmm. on the street, they call you a hustler. I'll show them how the things that have helped me with my negotiation skills with real estate um, and at a commercial level, you know, when we're dealing with millions of dollars, yeah. uh, the negotiation tactics that are being used are very similar. Mm. You know, that relentless negotiation, that understanding when to speak, when not to speak, body language, um, and that whole art of negotiation, all a lot of that was honed there on the street. Mm. So just understanding that, you know, the things that you're learning, the things that you cannot learn in school, that uh, it's just one of your gifts, you know, taking those gifts, because I, I truly believe that uh, your treasure and your purpose is in the thing that you actually don't have to work hard for, but you mm. do have to home in and 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 get connected with. I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I truly believe um, You know, I believe God and I believe that when placed on this earth, why would you place beings on this earth without everything they need? So if everything you need, you already have, Mm -hmm. then your gift, your treasure is already within you. Mm. So the things that we, you know, we go to school for, we feel that we are good at, that's not your treasure. Your treasure is the thing that comes not that hard for you, but natural that other people have to work very hard for. Mm. And uh, once we figure out what that is and kind of get out of our way, then, uh, you know, the world, it it just opens up to us. It just really, really opens up to us. And some of us figure that out early, some of us later.
1: Right. I've heard the expression where, you know, and and we've been taught this, is to, to work harder the things that we're not good at. You know, try to be better at the things that we're not good at, you know, Mm -hmm. be better at this or you're, you're not doing, you're not succeeding well in this area of your life. So do better in that, in that role. But then, so I've had that mindset for so long. Mm -hmm. And then someone, someone switched it up for me. They were like, why do you spend so much time on the things that you're not good at? And then now you end up not spending time on the things that you've already been naturally gifted with. That's right. And I was just like, that when, mm-hmm.
0: when i heard yeah. that,
1: it really just it, it took a different mental ha, I, ha, I had to at that very moment take a mental shift yes what do i want to see for my future and, and what do i actually want to do because a, a lot of the times right a lot of the times the things that i didn't that i wasn't good at i didn't like them mm. <laughs> and so but the thing is so it was just like it felt like hard work just for hard work's sake Yes. So I started wondering, you know, why don't I just pour into the things that I actually love? And that's when I started seeing a lot of my life grow in that sense and and actually enjoying the things that I that I do, but just working harder and smarter in those areas. So the me yes. that you're teaching that to these young guys, um I, I must feel it is rewarding work for you. Uh and and so from what I'm hearing though, is it doesn't seem like you do this for for pay or anything. Is this something that you just do from, from the side?
0: Well, I volunteer, uh, no pay at all. I, I, uh, I connect with a lot of social service companies that Mm -hmm. are already doing the work and they already have the populations of troubled youth, um, that, that are out there and I pair it with them. And this is a service that I provide for free. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, I also have a nonprofit that offers, uh, tutoring. Um, online tutoring now, everything is virtual. Um, but yeah, offering tutoring before it was an after school program that uh we headed um coding in Brooklyn. That's um, you. so we started with uh K 12 coding and uh, pairing up with companies like Coasters where we got our license um, to go into these schools and teach uh the youth um coding, junior python python languages um and get them up to coding you know um, besides us the only big coding movement was uh girls code that was up in harlem mm. so uh just really uh pairing the arts because we also you know had different art visual art uh restoration art and pairing that with technology so we were in that creative technology space mm. um, just to give kids uh, something more um, than just the academics and show that through this, it, it was actually improving their academics. Yeah. Um, So that nonprofit is now um, mostly all virtual tutoring. Um, And it's fantastic because a lot of the kids are doing remote and it's very tough on the parents. So it allowed the tutors to now come into that space and uh, just be that extra set of hands for the parents um, and that bridge for the teachers. Um, so it's good. You know, my mom's an educator and I, I couldn't go into the classroom. It's just not my not my thing. <laughs> but uh, my respect for education um, has allowed me to, as you were saying, I. Um, That first statement was fantastic up to a certain age. We have to understand certain things are going to get us through certain doors. Mm. And when we reach a new level in our life, uh, we have to then shed that skin. Mm. Um, Just like your body has a new set of cells every seven Mm. days, the body even knows that it needs to shed um, those old cells or those that don't service the body um, anymore so that it can have more. So we have to shed what doesn't serve us anymore. That helped you up until that point.
2: Hmm.
0: Now you got to a different point in your life. No, it is not important to, you don't have to be good at everything. Yeah, okay. There are millionaires. There are people very comfortable just doing the one thing that they're good at. And uh, you outsource everything else. Hmm. I, I'm being, um, I heard Elon Musk and I heard 50 Cent say the same thing. That's I don't have to have PhDs, but everybody that worked for me must. (laughs) So so what you need to have is a insane work ethic. And uh, just make sure you are a a student of life, man. You have to remain. I always say, keep that white belt mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. very, very important. Um, Me being a practitioner of martial arts, I also know that. If you don't keep a white belt mentality, it's it's very tough, man.
2: Hmm.
0: It's very tough to constantly receive. You have to stay on that pot as well. So um
1: I don't know. I feel no. like we have so many things that we that we uh have in common too, man. It's, oh, it's good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm it's trained. good. You
0: train as well?
1: I do train, man. Oh, yeah. excellent. I nice. Feel, what are What art.
0: Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. yeah my brother my well, I have a stepbrother. My stepbrother did Muay Thai. That's what's up, man. <laughs> and I have yeah, I have a my black belt is in Aki Jitsu, Aikido mm. Jiu Jitsu Fusion. Mm. Yeah, I grew up uh I like Aikido Jiu-Jitsu and uh yeah, I've, I've been training um Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for quite some some other years to get my ground game where it need to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, i touch a little karate. My son has a black belt in karate and jujitsu. Nice. nice. And uh, my daughter now is, uh, she's about a year away from her black belt in taekwondo.
1: Wow.
0: So, so you really
1: got all of them to go into martial arts then, for sure.
0: Uh, it's, it's big. To me, it's a way of life. Mm. Um, You know, uh, to me, encompassing a, a warrior mindset, a big part of it is balance. Mm-hmm. Um, we always look at the old karate movies and, you know, we just see the fighting, uh, but the most deadliest, uh, samurais and, and ninja and, and Kung Fu masters always had balance. So they either, they're playing a flute, they, they're, they're doing calligraphy. They have some soft part of them writing poetry or something to balance out that deadly art that they're, they're consuming. So uh, yeah, balance to me, the yin and yang is mm-hmm. is very very important. And uh, yeah,
1: how do you feel like we we could do that, live that balance today? You know, in uh, the day and age that we have, so much that actually imbalances us, especially with the the surge of of uh, technology, the surge of mm-hmm. social media. The, there's so much. That actually can tip uh, our our weight scales to one yes. end of the of the of the spectrum, and so how do we live that balanced life now with so much that that can
0: deteriorate that in our lives? I I think the simplest answer is uh, being true to you, thyself. So um, just simply being true to self to yourself, but with our social media era, you know, we find that a lot of people are Content with likes and filters over love, so there's no self love. And when you when you insert self love into yourself, uh, then you understand that that self love becomes almost like an agape love. Mm. Um, so it's unconditional. It's unfiltered. Um, it's unapologetic. And when you have this type of love for yourself, then you want to put the best in your body and you want to search for a more balanced life. And you can be that person that's never heard of meditation. And now, you know, you came across this thing because you started on this journey of balance. And when you do these things, it's, I I keep telling people, man, when you walk up a road not looking to the left, not looking to the right, like a horse with, with with blinders on. Um and you're just focused forward, just just forward, just pushing forward, you know, um just focused on your your end goal. Um the things come into your life. It's amazing. People come into your life. So I think we we kind of get bogged down with how is it going to work? You know, how are we going to get from point A to point B? Um, who are we, who do we know? Mm. But most of my success have not been who I known It's who I knew that knew a person that knew a person that knew a person, Mm. but I had to put the wheels in motion first. You know, it wasn't, there's no Mm -hmm. luck, luck associated with this. This is, like I said, the warrior mindset to where you're just constantly pushing forward. And you're willing to push through any obstacle put forth because you're just focusing on that end goal. Mm. And you just, after some time, you start to realize, you know what? The end goal is is cool, but realistically, we get discouraged. We're humans. You know, that end goal sometimes seems a little too far. Mm. So we need to have other smaller goals before we get to that end goal because we do like our gratification as human beings. Uh, But we also got to fall in love with the process. Yeah, that's huge. You know, we got to fall in love with the process. So I think the balance comes from smaller goals and understanding that um, if you're trying to achieve your best self, that's that's the only way, man. Mm. That's the only way.
2: And mind yeah. you,
1: th- this is this is someone who's speaking from from that very existence of of having gone through um, those years of of not seeing, let's say, the bigger successes yet, but being able to to see it eight, you, like you said, eight or ten years down the road at least we're talking about financially right here in that sense but yes i'm very glad that you also mentioned the fact that success was not just the financial growth but the inner growth and and the better being that you became that you were able to become through that but but like you said it takes time oh these these steps they take year after year month after month having the small um, incremental understandings and and growth and so I, i love that that It's, uh, it's important that you said to love the process, to Mm -hmm. understand the journey, to understand the path and, and, and not just seeking after. And I'll give a personal example to that. Yes. When I was bodybuilding and, Uh and I thought about it after I competed, the competition was one day, one day. Yes. Yes. But it took me eight months prior to well, mind you, probably took not really eight months. It was three years, but but from the time of my prep, it was eight months. Yes. It was eight months of hard work, eight months going to the gym every single day, eight months of eating the right foods, eight months of uh-huh. of, of of sweating, of drinking two gallons of water a day. It it, it the the day of was one competition, That it right. was because of the eight months that I've been able to do that. And so, mm-hmm. and sometimes I, I don't know. This is this is me personally. Um, I don't know how everyone feels about this or not. Sometimes the the end goal is never as satisfying as you really think. Nah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy
1: that that you agree with me on that
0: one. Listen, man, <laughs> man. I got a ton of people. You want to know why? Because it's over. If that's only what you focus on, then you're going to be depressed. That's real. It's either two things going to happen. Either you're going to be an adrenaline junkie. So you're looking for your next fix. Okay. So you're looking for your next competition. You're you're, you're signing up immediately for something else. Mm. Or you're going to be completely disappointed to where now we can start borderlining on depression Wow! because you sacrifice so much for this moment. And most times it's over in the blink of an eye. Mm. And then it's what's next. Because now you've already proven that you are a person that can dedicate yourself to something. You have that fortitude to do that. And, you know, people don't understand those eight months, you failed your way to success. Mm. And that's the key. Success is failing. You have to get up and fail every day. Because like I tell my kids... If you haven't failed, you haven't tried. Mm. That means you're doing everything that you're comfortable doing. But if you put your hand up and got an answer wrong, if you ask the question today, which is another important thing. I always say, what good questions you asked today? That lets me know how your day was. Mm. Because you're learning, like we just agree, we read more books now because it's our learning. When we take That's charge true. of our learning, it's completely different. That's true. It's tr- completely different. so those eight months are so much more valuable to your complete being than that one day. that one day was just for your ego mm. which is fine mm. which is fine yeah but your your complete growth mm. was those eight months that's right your spiritual growth you're getting closer to to a higher being mm. that that mental growth. Mm. That disrupting that subconscious and taking yourself from where you used to be to who you are. You know, all these different areas of growth and your physical growth, mm. all that happened in eight months. Just for one day. True. All that did was it just uh it just gave your your, your ego some ice cream. That's- <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That was that's real. that was that burger you was holding out on for eight yeah, months. That's yeah. that's all I was. <laughs>
1: oh man! Do, oh man! Do you feel like you're where you're at right now? The things that you're doing, you're, the the purpose that you're living for. Do you feel like it's it's helping you to keep enough drive to move every single day?
0: Oh, absolutely, man! I never right. thought I'd be here. Mm. I, I thought I was going to. Uh, I was told, uh, you're good at math, go be an accountant.
2: Mm.
0: I, I just thought that was, that was it. Um, but I always knew I wanted more.
2: Mm.
0: And a lot of us that a lot of us feel that way. <laughs> and, you know, I had to change how I was raised to go to school, get a good job. And, you know, I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. So now I teach my kids, like, you know, if you're not going to school to be a doctor or a lawyer, uh, why you, why you going to school? Mm. You know, I let other kids know you can, you can do a, a certification. You can do some technical and be good with your hands. You know, we have, uh, uh, other races that their kids go right into being a firefighter and they're making a hundred K within a year or two. Wow. And they're living a very, very good life. So we have so many professions to where we can be tacticians at, that are taken away from us because we're following this matrix of if we don't do this thing, you're not good enough in society, you know, mm. and that's just not the truth. You know, we have to understand that there's a much bigger play going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that keeps us um, as people, um, even us as a community um, and even us as just a human race. I mean, if everybody control their own life and have their own business. And I mean that wouldn't work too well with this capitalist society. Mm. You know, I mean if you really think of it.
2: That's true. That's it will
0: right it will be a different rebuilding of mm-hmm. a capitalist society. I mean, think of it. China has more millionaires than anything. They have like a couple of thousand millionaires like every couple of months.
1: Really? I never knew that but
0: they have a completely restructured. they're not they don't have a capitalist society they're no, communists they yeah yeah so i mean but if we had that many people that were business builders entrepreneurs then our capitalist society as it is would not work mm. because we need employees mm-hmm. for this type of structure so you know it just It chokes me up that people are dedicated to working 20 to 25 years for a pension, Mm. but you can't dedicate a couple of years to to fail your way to success for your business. You have no patience for yourself, but you have patience for a system, Mm. which you don't even know, you know, if it may still be there, a structurally sound. Yeah. So it's interesting, man. You talk about. This concept—it's—it's
1: it's about unlocking your greatness. Yes. Now, first of all, according to to your thoughts and and mindset, what do you think greatness is? And then, how does someone actually get there? How do they get to the point where they're able to unlock
0: their greatness or, and find that in their journey? Greatness to me is your best self. Mm-hmm. So it means you're hitting on all cylinders. It mean that um, you're you're not. The best by social standards. Your best by your standards. Mm. So, um, you know, it's this um, Chinese proverb that goes: "You know, when you're when you start when you blame other people, um, you're nowhere near there. And when you start blaming yourself, you're only halfway there. But when you blame no one, then you're fully there. And." To me being fully there is just being at a complete oneness, meaning your mental, your psychological, your spiritual, um, your physical, um, all of them are in sync. Your spiritual body, all those are in sync because, in actuality, are you know, I believe we're spiritual bodies, you know, on a physical rim. Mm-hmm. So, when all those things come into sync. And we operate on a different frequency, a different vibration, a different level. And it allows us to do things that we didn't think were possible. Like I'm get, I get asked all the time, how do you do so much in one day? And to me is going towards your best self. First, you have to uh, stop denying. You have to call out your weakness. Put it on front page. Put it on your front page. You know, this is not for everyone else, but you have to say, this is where I need to work on. Mm. These things are actually not serving me. It makes me feel comfortable. You know, it makes me feel comfortable when I'm popping bottles or when I'm doing this or when I'm doing that. But in actuality, I'm looking at my bank account. I'm looking at the people I'm helping. I'm looking at this ain't matching up. Mm. This is not what's truly fulfilling me. Mm. So once you get to that point, that first knowing that you have uh, something that you need to fix, mm-hmm. um, then could the fixing begin? And then be patient with the process. That's real. To me, it's like losing weight. You know, everyone take their time and gain weight and they want to lose it in, in 3.2 seconds. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I used to
2: say that, but I was like, you spent,
1: you spent 25 years doing all of this in order for you to, to gain weight, but you want to lose weight in 25 days and, and all of that weight in 25 days. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I just feel all overall from what I've heard, man, um, Carlos, you have such a, an amazing mind, amazing story. I, I feel like there are so many mental gems that you threw in this whole episode that I've written down that I've like, kept in my head, and, and I'm just really, really happy to have had you on our show. I, I, I and I can I don't know I hope I can speak for all those who are listening. They have truly been blessed and truly have have learned a lot from this episode. Um, what I'm gonna do? We're gonna do a mad round, and this mad round is just three questions uh, that uh, just just to get even a little bit more about you and to see. Uh, what you um how you answer these questions and so our man around question number one is uh if you could sit next to yourself in 10 years and your and your future self is telling you a little bit more about what you've done what would be something that would make you happy that you've done in the past 10 years
0: ah that's a really good question um the ability to reach more people than I've thought I've ever could have reached um, to where I'm able to share information um, with those people. Um, I don't believe in trying to fix anyone because I don't believe people are broken. You may feel broken, uh, but just share information with those people. Um, And I've learned from some of the most amazing minds um, in that journey of 10 years. Um, So definitely able to uh, share my light, uh, my information uh, with those individuals to uh, help enhance their life towards their best, best selves. Love that.
1: That's that's amazing. Impact. Impact. All about the impact, yeah. man. Yeah. um Question number two. What is your most treasured possession? And it can't. And it can't be focused on your family. Oof! I'll just. you know I'm about to say
0: my kids. that <laughs> <laughs> <I>
2: was
0: like. <laughs> Treasure possession. Um. I have to say, um, my resilience,
2: mm.
0: Uh, mm. my belief in God. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, so my belief in God and my resilience to where um, I'm not, I'm not stopping I- until I'm, you know, until I'm off this physical plane. You know, so. Yeah. If I put my head to it, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. That's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: The last question, and I know you're an investor as well, so this yeah. would be a good question to, to end with. Uh, what is one of your best or favorite money management or financial tips you would like to leave with
0: us as well? Oof, um, only invest into things you understand. Do not invest in anything you do not understand. Um, Warren Buffett said the craziest thing he've ever noticed is uh, people drive up in Bentleys to give their money to people that come to work on trains to invest, um, which is insane. So understand what you're investing in.
2: Mm.
0: Um, it's your most... and. In- And why wouldn't you do everything to learn about investing where you're hoping this give you the freedom of retirement, Mm -hmm. this give you the freedom of a healthier life,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, this give you the freedom of taking care of all your medical needs, the older you get, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and uh, taking care of those that care about you. So to me, it is the most important one of the most important things to learn about uh, why would you just give that responsibility over to other people?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so you should be collaborating, uh, with information for your investments. You shouldn't be turning over full responsibility, um, for investing. And there are many v- vehicles for investing. We were talking about this a little earlier. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of vehicles. You do your different vehicles and, um, to me, uh, for a very long time, my safe vehicles was, was real estate.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for the mere fact, you know, it's bricks, it's, it's tangible. Um, history has shown that real estate always you know, comes back around, it always does well. Simply, everyone always needs a place to live. Um, once I understood the concept of when I purchase, I've made money if bought correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, then it took on a different, a different light, uh, in investing. So for a good time, my only, um, one of my most sure ways of investing was real estate.
1: That's awesome.
0: So, but I think any vehicle if studied properly. Um, and you collaborate with other minds, don't stay close to different things, but make sure you have enough verbatim on it before you invest. Mm-hmm.
2: That's great. So that's my
0: my biggest advice.
1: What what do you want to leave with us today, as uh as as we end off this episode? And I must say, I really thoroughly enjoyed our, our conversation, man. But what would you like to leave with us today, uh, as we're as we're ending off?
0: I would like to say thank you so much, brother, for your time. Thank you for your platform. That. It's an amazing amazing what you build here. Thank you. Um, and and the fantastic content content that you produce. I'm, I'm happy to you, be you. part of it. Um, I like to leave everyone with, um, I, I think our best self is waiting for us. Mm. And if we can remember that we don't want to do, or start surrounding yourself with the people that you envision in your future, not what mm-hmm. your present. So, um, those people, those things that you envision yourself doing, you can start practicing now. Mm-hmm. That person that you, you envision yourself being in the future, mm-hmm. uh, start practicing that now. Start practicing talking that way, walking that way, dressing that way, um, doing the things. Um, I hear a lot of people, we, we just, uh, this was when New Year resolutions started dying right around this time. So, you know, they got all built up, and 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 now they're crashing. Mm. So, um, I like to just share with a lot of people that um, my message and the people I help most are those that have seen those dark days, those that have uh, looked forward, and there was no light. Mm. Um, there wasn't even a shimmer. So, um, those that do understand the word faith. Uh, where you are are completely walking by that and not by sight, so you you hear no help, you see no help uh, and uh, so and you're just walking through and just to remind those all those that have decided to keep walking, even if you haven't found your success, you are a winner. Why? Because you have decided to keep walking when those many have stopped when many have retreated, okay? So, you know, if you'd have that burn the boats mentality towards your dreams, towards your best self, I promise you, you will get there if you don't quit. But I also say, what would expedite this process is a mentor, a coach that has been there. So make sure when that person that you think is going to help you get to that next level or expedite it, Interview that person as they interview you. Mm. Make sure you inspect what you expect out of that situation. Mm. Okay? And it's going to really help you out, but it would really shortcut um, your time to achieving the things you want to achieve in your life. Okay? Whether it's uh, better eating, whether uh, it's a health coach, personal trainer, business coach, or uh, you know, whatever you're looking for, whoever you're looking for because that person's uh, accomplishments may be obsolete for what you need right now. Mm. Okay. So make sure, um, you know what they're there to help you with and, uh, make sure it's a good fit. That's
1: awesome, man. Carlos okay. Patterson. Thank you so much for this opportunity to, to speak with you, to have you on our podcast uh, to, to dig into your brain to understand you know, the ways that, that you think, to, to hear your story, to understand your accomplishments, but ult- ultimately to see you as a human who's willing to, to impact the world. I just really appreciate you uh, as a person and just being able to to sit back and to hear um, more so of, of who you are. Do you have any, um, do you have any places we could find you? Instagram, uh, social medias, Anything, sure. anything else that you have? Websites?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and thank you again so much for your time. Um, I could be found on carlos.patterson718 on Instagram, on Facebook, um, or go right to my site. You want to read some of my blogs. You want to connect with me even further. Um, you want to get some of my content or see what I'm working on or what's next for me. You can go to carlospattersoncoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Um has a plethora of information, a plethora of things I'm doing. Um and uh I do have a book dropping, so stay tuned.
2: Okay. Um,
0: this is a great year. Um and remember, you know, although a lot of us may be depressed doing this mm. whole COVID thing, um, this is a, a great pause moment to do the things that you supposed to have been doing up and wanting to do. well, mm. uh, you couldn't have time to do. Um, and this is while well, I wrote this book. This book has been my life coach
2: mm.
0: and uh, my therapy. And I, I, I think it'll it'll be very helpful to a lot of individuals that have found themselves questioning themselves um and wanting more out of themselves, but not knowing how to get there. Okay, so um stay tuned for the book. You can stay tuned by following me on IG. Um, by checking out my website. Awesome.
1: And mind you, all those links are going to be on the show notes. So make sure you you check them out. And honestly, after hearing your book about what it's about to be, I think we might have to do another episode to have you on. (laughs) (laughs) Because that sounds very interesting. And and not to say too much. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was me last year. is Mm -hmm. finding some of the things that I've always wanted to do. Finishing, mm-hmm. finishing, for instance, I'm almost done with my book. Um, there, there's some things that I'm doing, uh, some things that I've launched uh, that I feel because of last year, uh, having such a damper on typical, you know, what we do in our everyday life, just being yeah. able to go for it um, for for some of the things. Like, for instance, this podcast came out last year because mm. of uh, throughout that mentality. So definitely looking forward to having you on, on the show again so we can yes. get through this. So everyone, that's Carlos Patterson. Uh, thank you so much again for being on the show. And and people, this is your time to, to grow. This is your time to realize uh, on how to be uh, an impact warrior, how to be a madcast uh, movement individual, just like Carlos Patterson. Take your time, understand who you are, move forward with, with confidence and positivity, and realize that in order for you to see the change that you want to see in this world, you have to first be the change, change within yourself, see the things that you know are are are, are messed up, could be broken. And and I know not all of our listeners may believe in religion or, or God, but, you know, sometimes it's good to seek for something outside of yourself, someone who can can really pour into you in that way. Uh, but I, but I, once again, that's, that's my personal beliefs. But we want to thank everyone for tuning in to this Madcaster show with Carlos Patterson absolutely thank you for tuning into today's episode of Madcasters. please remember do what you were called to bring into this world find a way to make a difference in your life and in someone else's life today even if that's just one thing follow us on instagram don't forget to leave a rating and review and become a patreon supporter tune in next thursday as we continue to grow and inspire because this is the launch pad for you to go mad